BG Mania, a video game music podcast for November 27th, 2019, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. to BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the festively plump turkey, though he is losing some pounds. It's Frank. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> yep, the old Thanksgiving episode. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? I cannot wait. As somebody on a diet, I cannot wait to break it. Yeah, I know you're uh, you're currently doing well on your diet, too, shedding those pounds. But this is the week that you got to put it on hold for a little bit because we got to eat all that delicious turkey. We can put it on hold for a day or so. <laughs> for those just joining us, what we'd like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh and something exciting each and every week. If you're new to the world of video game music podcasts, you are in for a treat. But for all the veterans that may be stumbling upon our neck of the lost woods for the very first time, Frank and I definitely tell more personal personal stories about the games we play music from and about the tracks themselves instead of constantly diving into music theory and breaking apart each track instruments at a time. As always, we hope you enjoy the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or where you're listening to us and leave that five star rating and a review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. This is going to be a very fun episode, I think. I love that Radio Hour for the first time is coinciding with Thanksgiving, as we talked about at the end of last week's episode. Uh, you know, the the 2017 and 2018 Novembers all were five Thursday Novembers. So Thanksgiving was the week before Radio Hour. Now we actually have Radio Hour, obviously, the last Wednesday of the month coming up to Thanksgiving, the last Thursday of the month this year uh, on the 28th, which is, I think, the latest time that we've had Thanksgiving in quite some time. Uh, it's crazy how how late Thanksgiving actually is this year. Black, I, I Black know, Friday, literally. The, I, I know, thanks to Facebook time hop, it was the 22nd last year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's crazy how how late actually Thanksgiving is this year. But I like when it's kind of later in the month. It, it 
just kind of seems more natural to me because there's less of a gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I like when there's a smaller gap than a larger gap. So I, I like when Thanksgiving falls asleep into the month. But as Frank mentioned, we are going to try to have some like, you know, thankful messages to, to spread throughout the episode today and things that we want to, I don't know, just be thankful for. I, I really don't know. It's going to be a fun episode. I think it's going to be a great one, even though the Thanksgiving joke doesn't land well with five year olds, apparently. Um... <laughs> or 33 year olds, as in myself. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> this first track, that, that was my pick there. That was the uh, staff credits from Luigi's Mansion 3. It just came out Halloween, October 31st this year. And I have the composers listed. I couldn't find a breakdown. I have Chad York and Darren Radke. I really enjoyed that, man. Like, I I told you as we were sitting there listening to it, I was just kind of like closing my eyes and literally just letting the music take me on this journey. It's it's a great piece of music, man, that it, it, it encapsulates everything that is Luigi's Mansion, like throughout, you know, when we first had it on the GameCube, through Dark Moon, through now with three. And there's a lot of Nintendo in that track as well. But I, I get so. I, I get this like I, I don't I don't really know how to best describe it, but it's very like theatrical almost to an extent. But it, it's such it's a playful tune and it just it really made me happy it did it actually really made me happy it feels like it kind of takes you to the major moments or the major like set pieces so to speak for luigi's mansion like you know you have it kind of hit all the high notes of, of, of what this game's all about yeah yeah and, it, and like i said it did a great job with like just actually showcasing everything that that really luigi's mansion is all about Oh, dude, it, and, it, it's, uh, it, it I, is I a great pick to this entire soundtrack. Uh, it's a it's pretty deep. However, a lot of these songs on the soundtrack are 45 to 55 second loops. Yeah, they're they're shorter um, pieces of music. Be, be as may, they're good loops. Uh, I just they, they don't really I don't feel like they fit the format of the show. So I had a tick for one of the longer ones. Thankfully, this is a damn good track. Yeah, damn, damn, damn good track. And uh, a game that you and I both have yet to finish. Uh, if you listen to Max Level, Kyle has finished Luigi's Mansion 3, but uh, you and I still plugging away at it. I'm close to the end, and I think you are as well. So hopefully uh, hopefully we'll be actually able to hear this in person soon. And dude, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a fun moment. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump to uh, to my first pick then. And it actually comes from a JRPG series that I oftentimes say is my favorite. And I I do still think that this is one of my favorite JRPG franchises of all time. We're going to go back to Persona 4. So from that game, this is Heaven.
was Heaven from Persona 4, which originally came out here in North America December 9th, 2008. Uh, the version I played would eventually be released on the PlayStation Vita and Persona 4 Golden. That track was composed by Shoji Magero, who's done all work on the Shin Megami Tensei and all that kind of stuff. Uh, fantastic composer, definitely one of my favorites. The vocals were done by Shihoko Hirata, and the lyrics were written by Riko Tanaka. I am a huge fan of this particular track and this particular moment in the game because this is the dungeon where Nanako is taken into the TV world. Nanako is the protagonist. Uh, he's your basically like your kid sister and mm -hmm. not like biologically, but he's basically like she's basically your kid sister. You live with her. Um, you know, you, you're staying with your cousin or whatever. I think it is. Can't remember exactly. I think it's your cousin, but you're staying with him. And no, it's your uncle. So it is your cousin, but she's basically like your sister. So she gets taken into this TV world and like just the the mood of the game just absolutely changes. Man, Nanako is the symbol of purity. She's like this amazing character. She's like just everybody was absolutely in love with her. She's this bubbly personality, you know, just like a typical elementary school girl. And like just appealed to everyone playing this game. And then when the moment hit in the story, like, holy crap, they actually took her into this world and potentially, you know, could die. Like every like the mood just totally changes in the game. And like you get this sense of we need to go save her now type of a thing. And when you get to the dungeon and this music starts playing, if you really listen to the lyrics, it's basically just kind of like telling you how she views the world and how she views everything and like her fears and her dreams. And it's a beautiful moment and a beautiful track and really a beautiful dungeon, dude. It's definitely one of my favorite moments from this game. And the reason that I picked this track this month, because we are doing like some thankful stuff. This actually Persona 4 in particular, Persona 4 Golden is one of Jessica's favorite games. And if any, if there's anything I'm thankful for, it's definitely her because she allows me to do everything that I do for Level Down Games and, you know, just be a better person. And, you know, we, we work really well together. So she's definitely the, the, the thing that I'm thankful for most. And I, I wanted to kind of play a track kind of to symbolize that, too. She is the level and games of Level Down Games. Brian is definitely the down. <laughs> I'm yeah, absolutely right about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and, and you'll hear a track of her later on. But she, she definitely, uh, you know, fully supportive with everything that we do and allows us, you know, we, we 
just doing so much here. I love it. Okay, it's so exciting how how much we we're actually doing. This, she, she is the absolute best. Yeah, it's, it's exciting how much we actually do get to do here, and it's it's really fun. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's been it's been fun, and I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that she enjoyed this game as much as I did. So it was really cool. I am gonna play something that you are definitely gonna love here. This is from a game called Virtual On Cyber Troopers or Cyber Troopers Virtual On. I have no idea because I didn't play it, but I was looking for off the wall things that were awesome, and I came into this. Or I came across this. Uh, <laughs> I bit my tongue, Frank. <laughs> I came across this and I was blown away. I thought this was absolutely awesome and I wanted to share it with everyone. So from Virtual On, this is Fade to Black. was fade to black from cyber troopers virtual on virtual on cyber troopers uh it came out november 8th 1996 for the sega saturn and was composed by kentaro koyama i absolutely loved that dude that was great i, I told brian while this is where i go the reason i picked this was it feels like castlevania in space like, that's it kind of does it kind of totally does uh i have no i've never played this game i don't know nothing about this game um unfortunately but uh yeah i was i was looking for off the wall stuff and this is a game that when i see a game name i never heard of it's popular i'm like okay let's let's check it out because usually weird off the wall stuff has some pretty good music and uh, i think i think i struck painter look into this this might actually be uh a game that you would enjoy looking into this game a little bit virtual on cyber troopers it's uh how to best describe this here it's a 3d fighting game featuring robots that's everything i love yeah, I mean, that's just literally the first, the second sentence on, on Wikipedia, but I'm like kind of scaling through it here a little bit. But 
It looks like it was an arcade game first before it came to the Sega Saturn. And you... I don't know, man. It just looks like a mech fighting game, and it has decent reviews. Who knows? Maybe one day, because it's a Sega game. I definitely will probably check it out because I love Sega. They're the best. Yeah, this, this looks like something you would enjoy being such a, you know, a, a big fan of, of fighting games and, and all their like shapes and forms. So the only thing I don't like is I really don't like mech games. So maybe that would keep me away from it. But I don't know yet. We'll see. True. We'll see. Yeah. But I don't know. You might enjoy it. The soundtrack sounds great. I definitely that listening to that makes me want to kind of explore some. Um, it's a pretty deep soundtrack too. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah, like, it, wants, I, it I, makes I, me I, want to explore some more of the music. The, the reason I even saw this one was like it, it was the title of a Metallica song. So I was like, okay, let's check this one out first. And, and when you I, sent, I, when you I, sent I like me your right picks, away. I was like, fade to black, huh? I wonder if this is going to be somewhat similar to Metallica. Definitely not. That the, the, the title definitely made me pick it first. And since I liked it so much, I went with it. Yeah, that's so, funny. So that's a little look into the mind of Frank, how, how I formulate my thoughts. I'm a very simple man. Looking more into the mind of Frank, you wanted to do this uh, Frank's giving episode. So so what are you what are you thankful for, Frank? Uh, honestly, uh, I'm thankful for my family. You know, it's it has a pretty cliche thing to say, but. Yeah, everyone is finally doing well again. Frank is doing well again. I'm losing weight. My family's in a good spot. Um, Unfortunately, I can't see him this year, but uh, my sister does listen to this episode. So, uh, hi, Nicole. I'm being nice to you today. (laughs) Love you. Uh, Give my love to everybody else who probably doesn't listen to the show because they don't don't really like video games as much as we do. But uh, they're all awesome. I love them all. And uh, on on the same note, I think I want to throw my thanks into to Jessica as well because she really is awesome. She really is the heart blood of Love It On Games. Definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. So, and, and also the best part of every radio hour, so what can I say? Well, you're not you're not even going for Christmas this year, right? You're not even going out to... No, I'm not going to see them until next year. Uh, so, yeah. I went last year, so... And you were gone for a while. You were gone for like four weeks last year, so... Yeah, I, I, yeah they, had, they had a good chunk of Frank time. Yeah, they're sick of you now. They don't want you... They unfortunately suffered, but, you know... They don't want you to come back. They're like, just, just stay in New York, Frank. <laughs> You can Skype your way in. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, I I didn't have mine in any particular order, but I kind of like playing off what you just did there by by playing a track from a game that, uh, first of all, something you never had heard of, uh, but also something you hadn't played. So I also have a pick this month from a game that I had not heard of and a game that I have not played. And it was a, a very obscure pick that I just happened to stumble upon YouTube, like just kind of looking and listening to video game music as I often do it's in my fun downtime. It's to drop down the rabbit hole, isn't it? Yeah, just listening to random stuff uh, as, as I do in my downtime. Uh, this just came on. I was like, wow, what is this? This is really cool. So I looked into it, looked into the game, looked into the track and uh, really enjoyed what I heard. So I want to play that now from a game known as Even the Ocean. The name of the track is Earth Geome, the Great Beast. Thank you. 
And that was Earth Geome, the Great Beast, from a game known as Even the Ocean. Even the Ocean came out on PC November 16th, 2016. It was composed by Sean Han Tani, who was also the programmer for the game, the designer of the game, and probably one of the, the main guys over at Angel, uh, Anal Analgesic Productions, which is the team that uh, did Anodyne back in 2013, a game you actually have played, Frank. Love the uh, game. Can't wait yeah, for the sequel. You, you played it on Switch, and Anodyne 2 already is out on PC, but I think it's also coming to Switch soon, I think. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, but it is already available on, on PC, so the sequel is out there. This is a journey. And, and what's crazy is that even the ocean is a like it's a game that features action sequences, platforming sequences, RPG elements, story elements. It, it looks like this. You're, you're moving through these villas like this farm area, this beach, this city. I don't really know best how to describe this game. I've not played it, so I, I can't say too much on the actual gameplay. I can tell you that the the graphical fidelity of it and the art style is beautiful. But this particular track, man, it, it really takes you on this spiritual journey. Like, like I said, when it came on, when I was listening to this random like playlist and stuff on YouTube, I just closed my eyes and let it whisk me away. And it really does do that for me. I think this would be like a, a fun track to have like a psychedelic trip to because you are just going in all these different directions while listening to it and going on all these different motions. And it's it's a great piece or even just like, you know, getting high and listening to it like this would be a good piece of music. Whereas like I that. don't because I think that drugs are a <laughs> scourge upon humanity and that people need to do better. No, like this is this is total like Pink Floyd elements for me, man. Like just, you know, smoke a joint. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I kind of want to do that now. What you have to do is you have to actually sync this up with Back to the Future and all the <laughs> No, sense. you have to sync it up with uh, The Wizard of Oz is how it goes. <laughs> and that actually is 100% in sync if you've never done that. If you sync that up with Dark Side of the Moon, it totally works. But yeah, man, great piece of music. And like I said, it really does just take you on this journey that I want to kind of go on. I kind of want to check this game out when I have some time. You know what? They did a great job with Anodyne, so... Uh... Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely might put this in uh, in the rotation at some point and, and check it out because, man, it just it seems really cool. And if the music and what's <laughs> impressive here, looking at their Wikipedia, man, the uh, the soundtrack. So, again, it was all done by Sean Hantani and he did an 88 song composition for this game. The soundtrack is over six hours for this game. Wow. <laughs> Which means it may be just as long as the game itself, because I can't imagine an independent title being more than like six, maybe ten hours if we're stretching it. So this is a massive soundtrack that I've listened to a few things off of besides this one. And if everything sounds as good as the, the few pieces of music that I have heard, I definitely think this is something that I'm going to want to play eventually because it, it's, it's really cool. It's definitely something that I think is worth mentioning, so... But it is time for our listener pick, Frank, on the episode this month, which was sent in to BGmania at leveldowngames.com, comes to us from Doug. Doug said, hey, guys, I discovered you earlier this year through the Max Level podcast and decided to check out BGmania after hearing one of the previews in that show that really caught my ear. I've been listening to both shows every week since then, so you definitely have a fan in me. I wanted to finally send in a request for an upcoming episode of one of your radio hours. Like Brian, I too am a huge fan of Japanese RPGs. My pick comes from a franchise that never receives enough credit, in my opinion, and that's Shadow Hearts. Eh, you're kind of right about that, Doug. Shadow Hearts needs more love, and it needs to come back. 
Would you guys be up for playing God Knows Bad News from the original game? Thanks for providing hours of enjoyment for me every week to listen to while I drive to and from work. Keep up the amazing job. Doug, you got it. From Shadow Hearts, this is God Knows Bad News. And that was God Knows Bad News from Shadow Hearts, which came out here on the PlayStation 2, December 12th, 2001. It was a uh, great little JRPG series that, I, like I said, I totally forgot about. Uh, there were three games in this series, Shadow Hearts, Shadow Hearts Covenant, and Shadow Hearts from the New World. And super glad that, uh, that Doug, you sent this in this track because I distinctly remember this moment in the game, man. Uh, great hauntingly beautiful piece of music. I really adore that track. Uh, composed, I have three composers, uh, Yoshitaki Hirota, Masahiro Awada, and the wonderful Yasunori Mitsuda. Oh, wow. Yeah. Freaking they, they, all did, phenomenal. they all composed for a Midway game? That's kind of crazy. They all composed for a Midway game, and that's why I do think that um, that we probably will never see another Shadow Hearts, because it kind of died off with Midway. Uh, I don't know if anyone actually owns the rights to the series or not. 
uh, Midway closed in like 2010. The final Shadow Hearts came out uh, from the New World released in 2007. So a few years before they actually Maybe Warner did. Warner Brothers has the rights. We don't know. Did Warner Brothers buy Midway? They're the ones who do the Mortal Kombat games. So I'm assuming. I don't know if they bought Midway's stuff. They might have just actually grabbed some of their... I really don't know. I really don't know. Well, you find that out for us, Doug. Ask Mr. Fink or your sister Judy. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be curious to know what happened there because I do see, obviously, we. I remember Midway owning Mortal Kombat. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that went from that to, uh, to Warner Brothers. I really don't. So maybe Warner Brothers just picked that up. I really don't know. Really did enjoy that track, though, Doug. It, it was a great piece of music. And I thank you for finally writing in and, and sending thank us you. a piece of music. Uh, I really do appreciate all the interactions. You know, anytime someone that we've heard from before writes in, I appreciate that. But anytime a, a listener that has never written in, I also do appreciate that as well. So if you're out there, if you want to be like Doug, if you want to send us a track, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. That's the way to do it. We'll need something for uh, next month's Radio R because we are pretty much out of stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, Brian, I picked this next track because of thankfulness, you know, okay, um, great. Fr- fr- from a game that really it sparked our friendship. Uh, we, you know, it, it, everything comes to a lynch point because of this one game. Um, and it's a track that was the very first song I received in game other than the initial one. I think everyone gets the same first initial one. But afterwards, it's random. I don't think that everyone does get the first name, the first initial one. I don't know if this is my first initial one. I, 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 whatever it is, this is the first one I remember having. And this is, of course, from Animal Crossing. And this is KK Gumbo. Oh, 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 oh,
And that was KK Gumbo from Animal Crossing, which came out here in the States September 15th, 2002, composed by Kazumi Tataka. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I picked this because, like I said, me and Brian met because of Animal Crossing. That's, you know, our, our love of this game drove us to the internet, and we met on an Animal Crossing forum. Brian created the greatest Animal Crossing website of all the times. We did. I did. I'll, t- I'll take credit for that for sure. No, I, I, you deserve credit for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to be humble on that one. That was a yeah, great website. Yeah, 10,000%. Best website of all the times. Animal uh, Crossing Society. If, if anyone out there played Animal Crossing back in the day and stumbled upon the website Animal Crossing Society, ACS, uh, that was us. And if you did, let me know because that's incredible. If you're yeah, listening and you actually were there. <laughs> because of that you know i consider brian one of my best friends of all the times he's a good guy sometimes even though he, may, he says mean things about me and he hurts my feelings <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, it's I, i'm glad to be along with the ride with brian you know it's we, we get we get to do this show which i love i absolutely love doing the show every week uh it is one of my joys it i it gets me through the week sometimes like i cannot wait to do this up the shows when we have to postpone them i get a little sad i'm not even gonna lie yeah i do too i like i like knocking it all out like we don't really do i'm like uh you know a block of six hours on a saturday it's always fun to sit down and feel like we're going to work and it's do the it highlight that. of my saturday yeah absolutely and, and i and i am glad that um that you are along for the ride man i'm definitely thankful that you uh that you were willing and wanted to to do this with me because i initially started out on my own doing level down games with jessica just in terms of like the website and then when I wanted to decide to move into podcasts, I was like, well, it's kind of tough to do by myself. It's like the only person I could really turn to that I know I have good chemistry with and you and I could really make something enjoyable to listen to would be you. <laughs> and then uh, we brought Sean and Kylan in the extra max level and that show's never been the same. And it's just continuously gotten better and better each and every week. Uh, you know, bringing them into I, the fold. I love when all four of us are together on the yeah, episodes. Br- bringing them into the fold, it just, it kind of, you know, skyrocketed what you and I already had. And then BG Mania, I think, you know, just just keeping it you and I for now uh, has worked really well because we definitely have much stronger chemistry on this show than we did with Max Level because this show is just kind of more like messing around and having fun. This I mentioned this before. This is what we would do in our free time. Anyway, we would send each other just music tracks and just like talk about them. Like this show existed way before we started putting it on air. Yeah, we kind of just took that and turned it into a podcast we're, 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 form. We've been so. doing this for 17 years now. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it brought me to a question, and maybe you don't know the answer. It's okay if you don't. Do you remember the first song you got from KK? No. I know. it's a long, It's been a long time. Actually, it may have been KK Lament, now that I think about it. Do you at least remember the, the free game you got on your uh, memory card? Soccer. Oh, uh, Land. Yay. Yeah, I got soccer. <laughs> I remember that one for a fact. All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to to my next track on the episode this month for Radio Hour. What 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 volume even is this? Uh, I don't even know. I closed. The, I am guessing twenty four. Uh, no, way more than that. Twenty nine. I had to reopen it back up. Volume twenty nine. Twenty four wow, would have been up so fast. Twenty four would have been back in uh, July. That would have made sense, being that's two years. Two years. Yeah. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> yeah. So this is Radio Hour Volume Twenty Nine. Uh, I'm going to go to a game that I just finished this past week. If you listen to Max Level on Monday, you'll have known that. From Death Stranding, this is BB's Theme. See the sun. 
And that was BB's theme from Death Stranding, which honestly just came out November 8th, 2019, earlier this month, composed by Ludwig Forsell, with vocals being done by Jenny Plant. This is an amazing track, dude. This girl has a career ahead of her. I love this track. Very, very emotional, very touching. This Death Stranding, for all of the criticism it received, all of the divisiveness with, is it a good game? Is it not a good game? I think it was not warranted for it to be so split down the middle. This game is incredible. I've I finished it to completion now. Took me 52 hours. I think it's one of Hideo Kojima's, if not Hideo Kojima's best works. The soundtrack is all this strong. It's very incredible from start to finish. Both the original soundtrack and the licensed soundtrack. They have two soundtracks for this game. One that features all original music and one that features um, all like licensed tracks from bands like Low Roar and Bring Me the Horizon and all these kind of stuff. Like, it's it's an incredible two soundtracks for this game. Graphically, one of the best looking games of this generation. Uh, The story, the narrative, it's a great freaking story being told to you. The voice acting is super strong. Uh, Everything about this game is is very impressive, and I really do want other people to play this and appreciate it. Kyle playing through it as well also feels very similar to the way that I do. So I I think that there's something there for this game to to be as good as most people think it is. I don't know. I wish you would have played it, Frank. I do hope you play it. I probably will. I just, the, the reviews definitely sullied me on it. People saying it's just an art piece or just a walking simulator. And at that point, do I really want to sink 50, 60 bucks into something that's just going to be a a, a movie? So, but, sure, but, uh, I get that. You know, but if you're speaking so highly of it, it does make me want to check it out because I do value your opinion. And I think that, you know, if you really do feel strongly about it, there's something there to it. I think that even, you know, with with Jeff Keighley being in the game and it getting a nomination at the Game Awards, I know there's a lot of criticism behind that, but I think it's deserved. I think it's warranted. Uh, it, it definitely is going to be in the conversation at a lot of places, a lot of outlets for Game of the Year when it comes down to it. And we'll see, you know, uh, not my personal game of the year, but I haven't personally played this one, so I can't really say. Yeah, just just uh, man, that track, though, unreal. Unreal and, and so like so chill inspiring, man. It, it's a it's a great piece of music. Ethereal is the first word that came to mind, and that's the word they even used to describe it. So like it's yeah, that's absolutely. I, 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 it's I love ethereal pieces in general. Uh, they're usually the kinds of things I pick and you know when I'm picking tracks. But uh, yeah, this is this is perfect. You you, you did damn good pick, damn good pick. Appreciate I'll it. Another, I'll give you another damn good pick from a first person shooter that I actually happen to enjoy. I don't enjoy many of them, but this is one of them. Uh, from Homefront, this is the main theme.
And that was the main theme from Homefront, which came out March 15th, 2011, uh, composed by Matthew Harwood. I looked him up. I didn't really see anything of note other than Frontlines as well. Okay. Um, yeah, I liked Homefront. I don't know if you were a Homefront fan. It's it's. I it, thought it was. It, I thought it was an interesting concept taking like. You know, the idea if North Korea would have won like this big war and was occupying America, I thought it was a cool concept for a game. Yeah, I, I, I remember putting a decent amount of time to this game until the end of the year when another game kind of took over and I played the hell out of that forever and ever and ever. Um, Just because you think you are the Dragonborn does not mean no, you are the Dragonborn. No, 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 I don't think I know. OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I remember generally enjoying this game. I, I, I like these big cinematic pieces too. Like, the, uh, yeah, that's it's, it is very cinematic. That track felt very theatrical. Felt like it would have fit in any like modern day war biopic or, or film type of movie for sure. Let's make a new Captain America. Let's get this going. Anything like that, man. It would. It, it just sounds like it would fit so seamlessly into something like that. Uh, Homefront Revolution, not a good game. I played both no. Homefronts. The second one, the follow-up was definitely not strong at all. Had a lot of issues, which is why I think the team that made it actually even went out of business shortly after that came out. Um, and then, you know, the first one, though, was was a surprise hit kind of a thing. Like, a lot of people liked it. A lot of, like, a lot of people actually liked it and played it. So, um, and it did have a, uh, a very interesting soundtrack. Very, like, a lot of use, usages of things that are inspired by films and i thought that actually was really cool i yeah. liked it it was it, it was a good game was, like i said i'm a bit of a, a first person snob but i remember this is one of the ones that i truly truly enjoyed hey guys brian here from the max level podcast to talk about leveldowngames.com if you're unfamiliar we do more than just audio podcasts all of our content can be found on our main home on the internet including new weekly episodes of both max level and bg mania Alongside reviews for the newest release games and accessories, anything we produce on our YouTube channel, and daily news stories. So please, if you aren't a regular visitor of leveldowngames.com, consider bookmarking it today and checking it out every so often. It would really mean a lot to all of us and help us out so much as we continue to grow. Podcasts, of course, can always be found on your favorite podcast app of choice every Monday morning for Max Level and every Wednesday morning for BG Mania. But I would now want to move to a game from a franchise that I don't think we play enough music from. I think we've played a couple tracks from this particular franchise. I know, matter of fact, I know we have, but I think there's a lot of good music found in these games that are, are worth exploring. From the original, the first, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, this is Turnabout Sisters.
That was Turnabout Sisters from Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Uh, Talking the DS version that came out here in North America, October 12th, 2005. Because if you remember, this game actually did come out. We talked about it on the Game Boy four years earlier. That's right. And then they eventually brought it to to the DS. So we're talking the uh, the DS version. October 12th, 2005 here in North America. And it was composed by Naoto Tanaka. That is very like it's it's a joyful track. And I could if you didn't tell me that was from Phoenix Wright, I would never know. It sounds like it's from a like a JRPG walking through a town, walking through a village. Yeah, I could hear that and like like that honestly a lot of it sounds like Nihon Falcom to me it sounds like a lot of what I hear in like the trails in the sky or trails of cold steel or ease like just walking through an actual area like that uh, and, and it made me like wonder okay like what what else has Naoto Tanaka worked on if he if he did this and you know he's worked on uh, the DS version of Phoenix Wright the original Ace Attorney, worked on Justice for All and Trials and Tribulations, so all three DS versions of the actual game. But besides that, he worked on Mega Man 64, Mega Man X5, Mega Man X6, Mega Man X7, and X8. (laughs) (laughs) So besides Phoenix Wright, he's a Mega Man guy. And that's two great franchises to be behind. For real, man. Um, I like Phoenix Wright. He'd be good in Smash. He would be good in Smash. He'd be a fun character for Smash. Uh, and it would really fit right in, man, because, the, you know, the uh, the games are synonymous with Nintendo, I think. so. It is. It's almost a fact that, like, I'm surprised it's not just an, it's not a Nintendo IP. Yeah, you would. I mean, well, they are on like PC and Nintendo IPs generally aren't on PC. But yeah. you're you're right. Like, it would make sense for it to just be like that because it's always been on Nintendo platforms. But I enjoy that track, man. Like I said, it's it's something that. You know, I, I know that it's from Phoenix Wright, but it doesn't feel like it's from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's definitely uh, a fun pick, so I'm, I'm glad we got that one. But Frank, it's time for your favorite portion of the episode. It's over? No, I'm kidding. It really, This really is my favorite portion of the episode. Uh, what does she got for us? I can't wait. Jessica, unfortunately, was feeling a bit under the weather during the editing process for this episode, so we don't have any audio for her this week, but I'll go ahead and enter the track for her. This comes from a game that she put a lot of time into because of the fact that this particular team at Marvelous made her favorite game of all time before this one, Rune Factory 4. So from Lord of Magna, Made in Heaven, this is Let's Go.
And that was Let's Go from Lord of Magna, Made in Heaven. And that's Maiden, not Made in Heaven. Made in Heaven, M-A-I-D-E-N. Oh, I am Made in Heaven. You are Made in Hell. <laughs> I'm like, from God to all the ladies. Yeah, it's, it's Maidens, like they're Maidens. So it's that's funny, like just the name of the name of the game, Lord of Magna, Made in Heaven. Uh, came out here in North America, June 2nd, 2015. And it was composed by Tomoko Morita. Tomoko Morita, she's the composer that worked on, um, you know, Tides of Destiny for Rune Factory, Rune Factory 2, Rune Factory 3. I think we spoke about her before. We've, uh, we've, we've talked about her. Um, because probably, cause I, made, I, I, made, I made the dumb joke about her being Pat Morita, Mr. Miyagi's daughter. Yeah, well, we've played, uh, we've played, a, we've played a track from Lord of Magna before. Jessica's played Artemis from this game before. Now this one's obviously okay. Let's Go. So we may have talked about her there, or I don't know if we've played anything from Lufia Curse of the Sinistrals. I know we've played it from Rise of the Sinistrals, but she did the soundtrack for Curse of the Sinistrals. So I don't know if we talked about her there. I'm not sure. But it's one of those two. It probably was um, with Lord of Magna, though. But uh, yeah, I, and I, I'm actually willing to bet it absolutely was in your stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember my dumb jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but that track is great, man. It's a little short, but like it starts out strong and it stays strong throughout. It's a great piece of music. Sounds like a battle theme, right? It does. I, I honestly, the, the feel I got from it, and I was telling Ryan, was it sounds like a nice overhead shmup kind of game where like you're, you're taking a plane just blowing up the enemy. Yeah, which uh, has nothing uh, to do. Which has nothing to do no, with zero, the way the game zero. is. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, like, but like, it, like it does kind of sound like that. It does kind of sound like that. And it, it, it definitely has to be a battle. I've never played this game, so I don't know for sure. But it has to be a battle theme. It has to be. There's no other way. Yeah, definitely has to be. But great pick, Jessica. I really always see. No, no, Frank, yeah. this is the menu theme music. Yeah, no. <laughs> How funny would that be if it was? But yeah, man, great, great pick, Jessica. I really always see, you know, do appreciate and enjoy the submissions you bring to us here for Radio Hour. Oh, man. You know how much I hate doing our last picks, Brian? Yeah, so for my last pick, I think I picked from maybe the most recent game on the episode. Hell, most recent game I've beaten. Uh, you did not pick from the most recent wow. game this episode. <laughs> wow. Brian, you never fail to impress me. All right. Uh, Track number 12 just came out this this week. Just goes to show you, we don't know each other's music. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know his. He doesn't mind, though, because I tell him. Uh... From, Mine are always picked before you usually, though. Yeah. From Pokemon Sword and Shield, this is the Chairman Rose battle theme.
And that was the Chairman Rose Battle theme from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, just came out November 15, 2019. I got Shield. Brian got Sword. Um, yeah, and, and, by... and Kyle, Kyle got Shield and uh, Sean got Sword. Like we all, the four of us got two and two. It was kind of cool. It's the way to do it. Uh, sword, however, is the fastest selling Switch game of all time. Not Shield, just Sword. Sword, not Shield. <laughs> I, 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 I think the bundle outsold Shield as well. It probably. It, no, I, I think everyone I, I, is. I, I think so. No, I think so. Uh, we'll, we'll look at that some other time. Uh, but Composed, really? I got, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I have the composers being two composers. I have Amanako Odani and Go Ichinois. That's what I have on the official soundtrack that I have as well. So that, that sounds right. Um, this is a super, super fun fight related to the game. I won't give any spoilers to anything in regards to it. Other than obviously it's a battle because it's called Chairman Rose Battle Theme. Um, I generally, I, I, by this point in the game, I was enthralled with Pokemon. I, I, I can't wait. I, I still, I'm still playing it. I'm still loving it. Oh, this is after your initial like being upset and disappointed in it. Yes, uh, the, the the further I got into the game, the more I liked it. Uh, it was a it, it was a hard start, hard middle, and now, then from there on out. This track is very epic. A lot of like you know the Frank type chanty and vocals going on there. Is there a reason for that story wise? Ten thousand percent, yes. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that then. As a, this song and this, this this whole battle it, it encapsulates the entire feeling of what's going on. Very epic, very important. Um, when it, I, when I had this battle, I literally paused the game, picked up a pen and paper, and I was like, "Song for radio hour." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like there wasn't even a question in my mind. I was like, this is going in radio. <laughs> so I have a little piece of paper next to my bed that has just this on it. Like that was my my last waking thought for the night after I did this battle. Uh, now, so yeah, I, l- let me ask you this, though, because Pokemon Sword and Shield, if you listen to our discussion on Max Level this past Monday, we had a very in-depth discussion on it. I, I thought it was a great discussion, actually. Go check that out. But there's this new area called the Wild Area in the game. Yes. When you went there the first time, because, you know, I'm just after that. Like, I went to okay. M- Motostoke, and I went through and did all that. I went through Route 4 and, uh, well, no, Route 3 and 4, because you can't go to Route Route 5 is after you do the first gym, because that's where I'm supposed to go next. I did the first gym. So, did you spend a lot of time in the wild area initially? Yes. Because I, 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 feel, like I, I feel like I'm not supposed to be spending as much time as I am trying to there. It was one of my criticisms I had with the game was... There are Pokemon there that outlevel what you can catch, and what, uh, and they definitely outlevel your team. Uh, so I wanted to catch them. You can't catch them, so that, they kind of cheesed me off a little there. But 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 it feels like every Pokemon that's in the wild area, for the most part, you're gonna see or encounter in an official route somewhere else in the game. It's not true. There's a lot of um, wild-only Pokemon. Uh, it's definitely worth messing around. I'm still messing around in that area. I'm messing around in higher-level parts of that area, but uh, I'm still messing around in that area. Uh, there's also high-level Pokemon walking around. There's high-level raid Pokemon inside some of these dens. So is it not worth, like, messing around a lot at lower levels like I am? Like, I, 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 just I be- did just to build myself out a team of what I wanted. I wanted to have, like, a fire Pokemon. I wanted to have myself an electric Pokemon. So I did that. I got what I wanted. Um, I honestly, for me, honestly, I was looking for new Pokemon, things that I have not seen before. Sure. And not, not, not even like there's a there's Lanoon in this one, and uh, Zigzagoon who evolves into a brand new form for 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 the Galar region. I wasn't even really looking to get that one because yeah, it's cool. I want that, and I do have that. And I've done it since, 
but I wanted to, I wanted to encounter a brand new Pokemon I'd never seen before. I went into this game with a sense of wonder. I didn't look up anything for like what new Pokemon were in the game, what new forms. I went into it as blind as humanly possible. I obviously caught a few things because we cover stuff and we, you know, from events, so we're seeing things. But I went in as blind as humanly possible, and that's the best way to do it. Just go in there, enjoy the wild. Really, play the story through. Just play the story through. You'll find plenty of Pokemon along the way. Don't worry too much about catching now. This is, what, is really what I, what I would say. Just play, yeah. play through it. Power through, power through the story. Once you've beaten the gyms, go nuts. Go back to the wild area. You can hold off on doing the, the, the whole final go for the Pokemon League thing at the end. But uh, enjoy the wild then, because then you can catch whatever you want. Every, all your encounters will be fun and special to you. Uh, you. You should be able to get whatever you want along the way. Uh, okay. It's... Uh, I almost want to put it as a contender for game of the year. I, I, I'm enjoying it so much now. Whereas at the beginning of this thing, I was I was writing it off as probably the worst Pokemon game of all time. Okay, that's so, interesting. It, it's crazy. I, I, I legit did a 180 on this game. Like I, I say that if you, if you listen to our episode of Max Level, I legit do, did a, a pure 180 on this game. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to get some more time into Pokemon. Obviously, I've uh, only played, you know, just up through the the first gym. So. I definitely will be sinking more time into it over this week. Uh, throughout the holidays, obviously, with Thanksgiving, I should have a lot of time to actually play. So I legit uh, said in our official, uh, official Discord, which you should join if you haven't already. But I legit said in our Discord, I cannot wait to rail on this game. And then I obviously beat the game, and uh, my, my tune has changed. So there and you, that's you, you didn't rail much on it. You didn't rail much on the game. No, <laughs> you did, I, well, you did like a said, little I, bit, but not much. Like I say, so. yeah, there's something here for everyone, for, for new fans, for old fans. You're really going to enjoy this game. Wait till you get to this battle. Oh, my God. Wait till you get to this battle. Looking forward to it. And if, if anything, you know, if the music is to go by, like you said, there's a reason for that. I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing exactly what's going on here. That's going to be but fun. But Brian, you sold a little bit of my thunder. I wanted to have the newest game. But apparently, I don't. You do not, Frank, because my last pick happens to come from a game that literally just came out last Tuesday. So the game, as we record the episode on Saturday the 23rd, the game came out this week. Came out on the 19th. We're talking Shenmue 3, baby, of course. Of course, it's Shenmue 3 time. I now bit of preface on this. I have not played Shenmue 3 yet. I wanted to drop everything that I was doing and, you know, just get into the game. But I but I can't feasibly do you know what I mean? I just can't do that. Yeah. Like I have obligations for level down games. I have to obviously play and finish things that I'm working on for review. So even though, you know, I am working on I'm going to be officially working on Shenmue 3 for review for leveldowngames.com. You know, the team was nice enough to send us a copy of the game. I have to still finish the obligations that I'm currently working on. So I also kind of sort of am intrigued by going back and doing like blitz runs of Shenmue 1 and 2 like doing fast story only runs to kind of refresh myself before I play through Shenmue 3. Do you think you can pull it off or maybe just worth watching maybe like a YouTube video? Well from what I understand there's a, a recap video built into Shenmue 3 oh, cool. already <laughs> so I could just do that if I wanted to but I think I could get through each game in less than 10 hours. Because if I just focus on main story and just kind of like, because I don't need to do it. I've done, I've played through these games so many times. There are games that I've played a lot of. I don't have to do the side stuff. It would just be fun to kind of go through and like refresh completely on the story. So that way when I'm seeing stuff in three, I was like, oh, okay, this is, oh, okay, that's that. I, I, I kind of want that experience with this. So I might do that. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, from Shenmue 3, the track we're going to close out with is Spirit of the Land. 
And this really harkens back a lot to like the Morning Fog's Wave to me or Shenhua, like these epic pieces of music that we've heard from Shenmue before. And Shenmue 3 was composed by Ryuji Ayuchi. And what's what's incredible about that is that he's the original composer for the first Shenmue. So he made all of our favorite tunes from the original game and having him back in this one. And the only other game he did besides Shenmue was um, Super Monkey Ball 2, it looks like. If if this website is to be believed, I don't know. Let me see here. No, he's on a few other things. So uh, that that uh, I was on a Sega website, so it was only showing me Sega things. So he did the composition for Sh- uh, Shenmue 2 as well, which I don't know why that was on there, but um, he did that because... That was technically Sega, even though Microsoft published it in the U.S. But he also worked on uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2008. Not as a composer, though. <laughs> he was so one of the players. Besides Super Monkey Ball 2, man, the only composer, the only composition works he's done is uh, Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2. So now doing Shenmue 3, like, what a what a franchise to build your career off of in terms of composing music because of how special this music is to I'm glad they other to fans. Yeah, like, to, and, and that's what it really matters most about Shenmue 3 is that this is a total love letter and was made for the fans. Like, I understand and I get that it's not, you know, reviewing as critically high as some people wanted it to, or, you know, it's not being received as well by certain people. But if you look at, like, fan reviews for people that really enjoy 1 and 2, like myself, it's getting 10 out of 10s. Like, this was made for a specific audience that pledged to it on Kickstarter to get this game made. Those are the people that are appreciating this, like myself. And I'm really looking forward to jumping into this. So we're going to close out with that. I'm so I'm so mad this game came out. I would have preferred you guys got Shenmue 1.5. 1. <laughs> 1.5 Final Remix HD, the VR experience. <laughs> yeah, basically. So we'll close out with Spirit of the Land. And I think this has been a fun episode, Frank. We definitely, uh, you know, we didn't uh, tell. We, we, forgot, we forgot the most thing, the thing we're most thankful for, though. The fans. Of course we are. Ah, I was hoping you would say it. Of course, we're thankful for the audience, man. Of you know all the uh, the downloads that we get, the streams that we get, every listen that we get. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcast, and if you are, leave us a rating and review. Whether you're listening on any Android catcher, whether you're listening on our website levelongames.com, whether you listen through Podbean, whether you're listening to us through Spotify, we're pretty much everywhere on iHeartRadio or on TuneIn. Like we're, we're uh, Stitcher, all these different places that don't pull from Apple Podcasts where anywhere you need us to be. If you want us to be on a service that you prefer to use and we're not there, just let me know and I'll do what I can to make sure that we're on that service in a timely manner for you to listen to us through that way. That's what we did with Stitcher. I didn't initially have us on Stitcher and someone wrote in uh, Mixmaster wrote in. It's like, hey, I use Stitcher. You guys aren't on there. I was like, okay, cool. It took me like a day and we were on there. There you go. <laughs> So if you want us to be somewhere where we're not, let me know. I'll get it done. But yes, as Frank mentioned, we are absolutely incredibly thankful for every single bit of support we get for not only BG Mania, not only leveldowngames.com, but also for Max Level. Everything that we absolutely do uh, is a total joy for us. And you guys make it all possible by continuing to listen to our shows, watching our stuff on YouTube, reading our content on the website. It is awesome to have that kind of support from people that we don't really know so thank you so much you're absolutely right frank definitely you know one of the biggest things we are thankful for around this time of year absolutely but that is going to bring us to the close of the show this month unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here 
No, I just can't wait, man. It's the season's upon us. We're going to have us uh, some nice wintery stuff coming up soon. I feel it. We are we are definitely going to be doing some fun things now. December, December, maybe not so much. December, we, we do we some fun special, things. Are, are we doing the Hanukkah episode? No, we're not doing a Hanukkah Damn. episode this year. <laughs> but we definitely do some fun things in December. Uh, you know, like we do our best of 2019. We have a deep dive coming up here next week, actually, that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, composer deep dive. But uh, I, I think we'll do some snowy levels type stuff in January. We'll probably All do something right, like fair. that. It's definitely snowier in January. Yeah. So that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com like Doug did earlier. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to share your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. Please, it just takes two minutes to leave us a rating and review, and it definitely helps us out in terms of search results. We'd also be grateful if you could drop in over to our YouTube channel that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. And there you'll find a link to our Discord channel. As Frank mentioned, if you're not there, join us. Come in there. Have some fun with us. We have a lot of fun. Next week, as I mentioned, we are doing a composer deep dive. And our composer deep dive actually is going to feature somebody that we played a track from earlier on in the episode. And by that, I mean, he was featured in the listener pick. If you remember, we talked about the wonderful Yasunori Mitsuda. I think it's time, Frank. Hell yes. We need to take a deep dive into Yasunori Mitsuda. We, we've talked about him so often here on the show, BG Mania. Uh, we, we are huge fans of a lot of his work and pretty much everything he's done. This massive JRPG guy that we always talk about. I think it's time. We definitely need to take a deep dive into Yasunori Mitsuda. So we'll have eight picks from me, eight picks from Frank. We'll have a lot of Yasunori Mitsuda facts next week. We'll have a lot about his life. Everything that we can find about the man, we will definitely talk about. And I think that's going to be a really fun episode to do. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Spirit of the Land from Shenmue 3, again composed by Ryuji Ayuchi. Thank you so much for listening, as always, as we uh, get ready to close out the 2019. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, not Franksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours if you're living in the United States. Or if you're elsewhere, just enjoy the day. Enjoy the week. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Keep the music playing and keep it loud.